Welcome to the One More Rep Podcast, where we take it beyond the barbell. I am your host, Modingo, and with me, as always, is Brody. What up, bro? What's up? That's for Mike Monin. <laughs> <laughs> he told me to bring back the Budweiser frogs. Also, we have uh, in-house, it's going to be our, our silent partner today. Maybe we can get her on, I don't know. But uh, Jenna, our, our faithful photographer, and uh, you can thank her for our cover photo for episode 12, How to Avoid Burnout. All right, so we're going to talk about her being our <laughs> photographer. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Not only did not only did you put, I get put on blast for that, but she freaking denied. She let Mo take yeah. the rap for it. Yeah, she did. So, for those of you that ha- have not seen Brody, that was him uh, laying on the floor there. That was after an open workout. You said, yeah, two years ago was that freaking uh, uh, thruster bar facing burpee, like eighteen, fifteen, twelve, nine, six. Oh, the three. descending scale. Yeah, yeah. everybody no, where everybody looked like that. It wasn't just me. <laughs> Even your even your games athletes were looking like that. Yeah. So I'm Every, just saying. Everyone who's listening, you look like that at the end of that workout. You can't deny it. <laughs> all right. So as always, thank you again for all the emails. Uh, it's really helpful to hear your feedback. Also, reading all your comments on Facebook and on iTunes. Uh, it's really great to know that we're actually providing a service out there and we're creating our own community at the same time. Again, I mean, a service that people are actually listening to, which yeah. helps. I mean, we could just be talking and no one listen. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be as cool. No, not at all, because it would have been a lot of money wasted on all this cool equipment. <laughs> I mean, I ain't gonna lie; I'd still listen to it if no one listened to it. It's funny, like listening to myself as I'm editing everything. It just kind of, it's still kind of weird, even though you know I've been on that other show for about two years now. It's still funny hearing myself. Yeah. So today's topic, we are talking about rep shaving. Uh, something that I never really took into consideration until bro threw this on the list and we had a discussion about it because for me, when when we're talking about rep shaving, we're just talking about essentially an athlete not doing all the reps that are prescribed in a workout. Right. That, and I mean, now if if you're scaled, that's completely different. You know, if you're working through an injury and your coach says, Hey, do this number of reps. Yeah. That's the, that's the key. But we're talking about someone who is saying that purposely cutting out reps, saying that they did a workout to this standard right? just to solely be higher on the leaderboard within your box. Right. Put their name on the board saying they went RX when they did not complete all the, work, or all the required reps. So for me, when Bro initially brought this up, in my mind, I'm like, it doesn't bother me because it doesn't affect my workout. It doesn't affect my fitness. If they want to cheat themselves, you know, by all means, that's on you. But Bro brought up a really good point. This is something I never took into consideration. Yeah, so you can look at for a couple standpoints. Most talking from a a personal per, person who works out. Mm-hmm. He's also a coach, um, but um, from an owner standpoint, what this can actually do to your gym's atmosphere, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, what I'm saying by that is, yeah, I could say, hey, whatever, they're only screwing themselves. But guess who does care? That person who went prescribed. Mm-hmm. Okay, they did. They they literally had to peel himself off the floor, and they peel themselves off the floor and they, you know, put their score on the whiteboard and they notice that douchebag that they know that did not do all the reps, okay, put their name on the scoreboard and just to beat them, put mm-hmm. a faster time, put more reps, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That person, they say something, okay? 
they say something. It happened at our last gym a lot, and people talk. And this is where the disconnect starts happening, right? Mm -hmm. There's a rift in the thing, um, in the gym, and that is the person who busted their ass, did all the reps that were required to complete failure, right? Mm -hmm. They see this. To where they wind up looking like you on the cover photo from (laughs) episode 12. (laughs) It's still still new. It's too fresh, all right? Too soon. I was was cut deep on that one. (laughs) Couldn't believe when I seen that. Whatever. So, yeah. what happens is they're going to talk to their friends that are in the gym about this. They're like, dude, can you believe this guy or this girl mm-hmm. did this? And they're like, what happened? And guess what? That starts what we don't want. We don't want this confliction. We don't want this separation, in a gym, or you shouldn't want it. I mm-hmm. don't want it. We don't want the separation in, in a gym and in, in between our members. So guess what happens? That person says something to another person. And then that gets back to the person who actually did shave the reps. Then they start denying it and talking smack about the person. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You see where this is going. This is that. Creates riffs. It's riffs. It's that catty ass drama bullshit Mm -hmm. that. That nobody wants in their facility. Nobody. We can't say that. I think some gyms want it because they don't do anything about it. Like if I don't want something, I do something about it. All right. If they know what's going on and there's a click or there's this drama, there's a separation and they do nothing about it, but bitch about it on these uh, you know, Facebook affiliate forms that we have access to, which mm-hmm. is what I, where I see it all the time. We'll do something about it. Right. And I think, and this is just me speaking from the leadership aspect of being in the military. One thing that I challenge my junior leaders with is that if you're not saying anything about it, you're essentially condoning it. Absolutely. 100%. I think that's, that's the best word. You condone this type of behavior by not doing anything about yeah, it. Cause you see it. You're right? stepping over the dead bodies essentially. Yeah. And, and, the dead bodies are your members because they're pissed off, mm-hmm. right? As an owner, I <clears throat> I never want my members pissed off. Now, they're not always going to agree with a direction or whatever, and that's okay. I'm, I can't expect everybody to always agree with yeah, me. It's going to be an 80-20 solution any given time. Right. But what I don't want, okay, what I don't want is when when we have, if we have, we've never had this happen because it's not accepted here. People mm-hmm. know, and as a, as a, when I'm training, I'll randomly just count someone's reps. I really will. Mm-hmm. I still do. Our trainers do. It's not. We're not trying to be micromanaging, but we're checking the process. We're we're we say, hey, you're gonna be you're gonna hold yourself accountable. You're not. You're to do every rep that we talk about. Our mm-hmm. our, our members know this, so we do it just to check ourselves and check our members. Like mm-hmm. we're keeping a track. Quality control. Quality. Yeah. Qual- thank you for subbing that up. That you're was welcome. like <laughs> that was like a paragraph for quality control. All right. So. Uh, yeah, so quality control. What we don't want is that rift between two members in the same uh, time slot getting pissed at each other. And now we have that, 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 that separation inside of a gym that you, once you start, once that starts, you, you may never get that back to normal mm-hmm. and, unless one of them are asked to leave. So you mentioned that, I think, and, and well, and backing up a little bit. So I think some of the genesis for this topic came from the affiliate owner forums that you mentioned. So this is not something that's specific. This is something that happens everywhere. Yeah. I mean, this is a, this is a constant theme. I, I, the question would be like, okay, I have two members in my gym, their husband, wife, uh, uh, members, mm-hmm. and they both religiously shave reps and everybody knows it. What do I do? Okay. And I was just telling Mo before we started this, you get about a 60, 40, 60% of the people are like. We're like me, where I said. No, 40% are like you. Okay. 
right. where, where they're just like, hey, that's their workout. That, if yeah, they want it, that doesn't know. affect me. It mm-hmm. doesn't affect our members. It's their own own conditioning that they're messing with. They're just not going to get the results. Mm-hmm. And the other sixty are like, no, it goes deeper than that. You're seeing the actually surface of this. Yeah, are they going to not be as fit? Right? Are they? Are they? I don't know. Is it really dramatically affecting them? It's not really affecting them, mm-hmm. but it's who it can affect. And, and, that's, the, and, that's, and this is what I didn't think about right, at all. It, it's the person that that sees it and doesn't say anything to the owner mm-hmm. or the coach, but says to the members, and then the members start talking. Mm-hmm. And the owner, maybe the owner doesn't know. It's hard for me to believe, but maybe the owner doesn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it by the time it gets to the owner what he's going to peel back the surface of something and there's going to be freaking hell on earth mm-hmm. inside of his gym. He didn't even know about Yeah. now guess what the owner has to do. He has to go through and he has to deal with all of this confliction and the separation that has happened. Like I said, you may never ever get rid of that unless you get rid of one of the members. And do you really want to get rid of, or do you want one of the members to leave because you're not actually stepping up and yeah. doing your job as an owner and in handling this? And for our respective facilities, I mean, I think we have we hover around a hundred and some. You're hovering right around a hundred. But if you're talking about like these larger scale facilities that have like 300 athletes, mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking like a huge wedge that could be created in a facility like that. Yeah, it's hard. You know, it's I forget the the number. I thought it was like 140. There's 140 people's names you can remember on any given time. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that's, that's kind of where we set our model is we don't, we don't ever want more than 120 members at our gym. It mm-hmm. will be capped at that. Mm-hmm. And I literally, I won't, I don't care. I will not take more than, I, I don't want to lose that community yeah. aspect. Of and that's it, right? part of the tenant and the, the mission and vision of what you do here at CrossFit Access. Right. That's, that's mine. Yeah. Some, some other people are like, we want 5,000 members. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I, this is not what I want. I want to know everybody's name, but I also, I don't, I want to, I don't want there to be these rifts that I don't get to see because we're so large. Because mm-hmm. I don't want subcategories of members. I don't want the 530 just hang out the 530 mm-hmm. and the 330 just hang out the 330. We want everybody to be inclusive. And that's hard to do at that large of a scale. Oh, agreed. So as far as possible fallout, what have you observed? It's just kind of what we talked about. There's, You see it happening and you're like, okay, whatever. He's just being stupid. Then it happens again, then again, and then, then again. Then you bring it to the own, or the owner's attention and be like, hey, look, this, this guy or this girl is shaving reps maliciously with just the sole intent to beat people. What kind of atmosphere do you really want in this gym? I start questioning that, mm-hmm. okay? What kind of integrity do you have as an owner? Is this, what, is this your integrity? You're from the military, Mo. You know mm-hmm. that that's shit. If someone says they're going to do something, they better do it, mm-hmm. right? That's something you... You can kind of, and as a police officer, that's something you really want to hang your hat on and latch onto. So, uh, what kind of integrity are you? Do you have as a gym? So, when that stuff starts getting questioned, we're talking about some pretty big things getting questioned, and the owner does nothing about it. Mm-hmm. What's that say, right? So, the fallout is they're going to lose great members. Okay, over what? Over someone not having the integrity to hold the standard that was given which was 100 reps they do 80 mm-hmm. okay just because they want to win or because it hurts mm-hmm. well, yeah it hurts it's always going to hurt do your extra reps is that the type of gym i want to belong to hell no i will never be along belong to a gym like that and that's it when i was a member as an owner that person if i see it i i question them right then and there on the spot mm-hmm. okay and it's happened less than five times four times it's happened four times in we're four years in mm-hmm. and um 
and guess what? When I question them, that's it. I never, it never happens again. I'll check them. I literally will check them. If it goes beyond that, then we have a sit down. And if it happens again, they're kicked out. I'm not going to let one person, one bad apple, okay? They know what we're about in here. I'm mm-hmm. not going to let them ruin four years of busting freaking my ass and trying to you know, provide the best atmosphere and the best gym possible. I'm not letting one person that's worth whatever money. I don't even care about the money. Mm-hmm. It's about what we've built. So when you talked about doing this episode and when we were you know, discussing it beforehand, I kind of had to readjust my thinking because for me, like I said, I was like, it's, it's their reps, it's right. their workout. And, and I'm talking about as an individual, not as a coach. Right. I'm talking about as Mo the athlete, not Mo the coach. And so as we started having this discussion, I'm thinking more, I started, I started to turn it towards what I do for a daily living with the military. Mm -hmm. You know, if I have a particular individual that isn't doing things that they're, that we've been assigned to them and, you know, how would I treat that situation? You know, because then the secondary impacts, like you said, you know, the other groups of people around them, their coworkers can be like, well, this person's getting away with it. And then if you're someone who hasn't really nailed down what your personal mission statement is in terms of your integrity and your loyalty and your commitment to duty, you can start to see that those other individuals around them start to decline in their performance. And in the performance, but also now they're, now you've, you've allowed something that's now considered acceptable. Mm -hmm. So now the, another person does it and Mm -hmm. then two more do it. And then it just multiplies. Now what? Mm -hmm. Now you're out of control. And then, so again, the military parallel, oftentimes when I find out about something, it's been going on for a while. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the perception is there that I haven't done anything about right. it. Well, now I have to go in and fix it Yeah, because, you know, my name's on the door. I have to make sure that I get this right. And like you said, it's a challenge once you're that far down the rabbit hole without even knowing you're right. in that rabbit hole because I don't get in the trenches every day. You know, I have to do things to make sure my guys have the tools and the resources to get their job done on a daily basis. Um, would I like to be in the trenches every day? Absolutely. But just by the nature of my position, I can't do that. So when I have to go and get down and figure out what happened, what was the root cause, and that's when you start finding out the things, well, so-and-so did this, and so-and-so wasn't doing that, and no one did anything about it, so why should I work any harder? Right. I mean, they might not say that directly, but, <laughs> you know, you can dissect what, what people are trying to tell you, especially when they're frustrated. Yeah, and, you know, take this to, take this to another job. Let's say you bust your ass on something, uh, a project, and you do really, really well on it, and then someone else takes credit for it. Mm-hmm. All right. Now what? How's that make you feel? It, it can happen in every other business or or workplace. It can this same time same thing can happen and it has happened. I know I know people who've done it and I know people who know people who've done it mm-hmm. and it it makes you feel like shit, right? It makes you like you have animosity. Like when you walk past that person, you really don't say hi to them anymore. You're like, you know, they walk past you and you like flip them off, you know, whatever. I'm In just, your head, maybe. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, like, now <laughs> if I'm walking past someone, I'm flipping them off as I'm passing them. Like, I'd let people know where I stand. But th- that's what I'm saying. If you create a rift in a workplace, then you can't work together. If you create a place or a rift in a place where it, people use it as an escape and it starts affecting other people, well, people get pissed off about that because then the people who don't give a shit, really, the members who are on the side, like, look, I'm leaving. There's too much drama here. Mm-hmm. I'm going down the road where my friend just joined, and they said there's no drama, mm-hmm. right? So that's the, the, another huge secondary impact is affecting those who aren't even involved in the situation. And the, the rumor is the owner knows about it, 
and, and is not doing not anything, doing about, anything it. about it. Whether and, or not you know that to be a fact, right? Enough of that starts swelling within the circles, and you start to believe it. And think about this. You know, we've talked the last ten minutes about this, and this was all created because the one person didn't want to. He had zero integrity and kept shaving his reps, mm-hmm. right? And this is what I'm talking about. One person has now caused all of this. You cause people that have no direct impact or no direct affiliation with this process or this po- uh, problem. They're leaving. And mm-hmm. what if they're great members? What if they're pillars of your community? But they're like, man, I thought we were all about integrity and accountability and like mm-hmm. being true to what CrossFit is, right? And now I'm not, I'm not seeing it. I'm seeing this person shave their reps. Mm-hmm. Okay. It didn't affect me, but I'm more pissed at the owner for not stepping up and stepping in and take care of this problem before it, it can bust it and blew up the gym. And again, going back to my earlier statement to clarify, we're not talking about, you know, someone who has been assigned a lower rep scheme. No. And like I said earlier to Jenna, you know, I'm old and sometimes you know, I start running out of oxygen. I forget where I'm at in a workout and I lose count. <laughs> Mo, I'm not old enough. I, I run out of oxygen all the time. Which you guys were seeing a video, Mo, of us working out together. Because I even had something the other day where I was so focused on trying to get through the workout yeah. that I skipped an entire movement. And then once I realized it, I went, I felt bad and I went back to that movement that I skipped and did the other successive movements again because. Right. That's integrity. Know, I don't know who's watching me. Right. You know, because they don't, they're not looking at me as Mo the athlete. They're looking to me as Mo, Mo the, the coach. coach. And, I, example. and I have to, and like I said, I take that, that badge as, as a coach very seriously. Absolutely. Many people may not, and some people listening might be like, dude, he's taking himself way too serious. But no, I, I, that's, that's just Mo. That's what you get with Mo. You know, and even Those though are the people probably shaving reps and if they think that's too serious. <laughs> if you think that's too serious, quit shaving reps because Mo, Mo's right. This is about the integrity. Yeah. And even though like I exerted much more energy than I needed to because I made a mental error, mm-hmm. I wasn't going to have someone question, well, he should have started over. I just did it. Right. Because it's easier to answer. Why'd you do all those extra reps? Well, I lost count and I screwed up and I did something out of order. So. If I were in a competition, I would have to go back to that position anyway and do all the other reps. So I just did it. And plus, I'm fat and I can use the exercise. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Guys, you're, if, poor Mo. We're going to have to do like a, um, a full body shot of Mo. He's really not that fat. <laughs> he keeps saying how fat. People are going to think you're 450 pounds. Like, this guy just did a muscle up? What? 450 pound muscle up? <laughs> wow. You know, another reason we kind of brought this up and why I kind of brought it back up is we had someone message us about this. This is a direct message, and it was going on in their community. And I'm like, dude, I feel you. I've been there, and I've seen it happen. And, and I think it is a good talk, topic, not only because of what he, this person said uh, to us in a messenger um, about when we asked, what kind of topics would you like? Mm-hmm. This was a And this is one of the very early messages that we got. Yeah, this was a problem in their community. Um, and it's not, even, it's not even in our community. It's outside of our community. And um, mix that with the amount of questions you get on the CrossFit affiliate forums on Facebook um, dealing with this matter. It is going on, mm-hmm. okay? It's it's like another one of those elephants in the room. Either yeah. you're going to handle it and address it or you're not. Or you're going to start chewing at it and, and just get rid of it, Yeah, or, fix the problem. Or the elephant's going to chew you is yeah. what's going to happen. They don't like people. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. So I'm an athlete in X-Gym. Mm-hmm. I see this going on. How do, how do me, as an individual, what are some things that you would do? Yeah. And, and now, and now taking my, it, our respective personalities out of it, because we, we're very, 
straightforward people. Right. But, you know, let's just take someone who maybe isn't so aggressive mm-hmm. and is passionate, but still is going to be upset and disappointed by seeing this. How do how does that person help fix this problem within their community? So if you truly care about your community, uh, your coach should always have an open door. And I would say 90% of the coaches across a gym or um, owners across the, any gym are open to these type of things. Mm-hmm. Bring it to their attention. Say, hey, look, I know this does not affect me, okay, but you have integrity written across your wall. Oh, as one of your as one of your core values. How many, how many, how many times do you see that in a gym? How that's mm. like someone walking up to me right now and hitting me with a freaking bat right between the eyes. Mm-hmm. If someone said that, and I'd be like, you know what, you're right. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Right. I would say handle it th- that way. Bring it to the attention. It's not something you have to run to a member and be like, oh, my God. In the middle of a workout, yeah. running up to the yeah. coach. You know, yeah, it's not like that. We're not two years old, okay? That person shaving reps two years old. <laughs> but we're not two years old because we're adults because we want to handle this. But try doing it that way. Bring it to the attention of the owners and the coaches. Um, well, maybe you should go to the owner because there's probably some coaches that shave reps across the board out there, too. But I'm just saying, bring it to the bring it to the attention and let them try to handle it and mm-hmm. say, "Hey, I truly believe in you. Okay, I believe in your gym. I've mm-hmm. been with you for four years. That's right? why I'm spending money to I'm, come here. Right. Yeah. I love the gym, but what I don't love is this person who's now been with us for two months, or maybe it's two years. It doesn't matter the time frame. But this person right here, they're totally going against everything that you preach. Mm-hmm. They're going against it, everything I believe in. Okay, I believe in this as a gym." And when they do that, I take offense to that. Mm -hmm. I don't give a shit if they're doing eight reps or 100 reps. What I care about is what you preach, okay, Mm -hmm. what you want from us. I don't want to see other people starting to mess that up. And to the athletes out there that have these concerns, I don't think it's necessarily fair to put this all on the coach and expect them to catch all of it because if you've not been a coach, it's like, trying to put out seven dumpster fires at the same time you know you're you're worried about the clock you're worried about everybody getting warmed up you're worried about if you got the announcements right you're worried about uh, giving everybody the proper um warm-up for whatever movement you're doing you're worried about making sure that you give them a proper standards briefing you met your and now you know you're 30 minutes into it you want to make sure you start on time so that way you can get them out of there before the next class starts you know and if you're teaching back-to-back classes there's a lot of things that go on here so you know, please don't just look at your coach and say, oh, well, they don't care. That's not always necessarily the case. It's hard to see everything all the time. Right. And, and it's, it's a simple conversation. Say, hey, you know, I was working out today and I seen that Bob, he put a score up of whatever. Mm-hmm. He did Fran in 90 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and it, I just want to let you know, Bob didn't do... I saw Bob go to the bathroom. Bob, Bob, <laughs> he went, I think he went 15-9. He just skipped the 21s. I don't know, but yeah. Bob did not do, mm-hmm. he did not do it, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, that's kind of where it can start. Like, it's very subtle. It's not like, it don't have to be in your face. But if it's me, I'm like, screw this. I got a problem with it, okay? Mm-hmm. Because I... I see. I I did see integrity mm-hmm. <laughs> written across someone's wall. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, bro, what's up? Yeah, it says integrity, accountability. Guess yeah. what? It's following the integrity. Yeah, they're neither. It's not just about accountability of the movement. It's about no. accountability as a, as a person and as yeah. a business, right? 
And that's what we preach here. And, and not only we practice it, and we, we want that, okay? And we talk about all of our new athletes starting in our training course. We literally, we have things that we say what we expect from them. Mm-hmm. And we talk about standard of movement, accountability, mm-hmm. integrity, no attitude. Don't bring your attitude through our doors. Mm-hmm. We talk about, we set the precedence, no clicks. We don't, this is stuff that people don't want to talk about, which is why we're talking about it. They know up front, if you do this, it's not accepted. You identify what's acceptable within your culture. Right. So we set the precedent from day one. If I get another member from another gym, well, I have a sit down upstairs with any, any time that happens, I'm going to figure out what's going on. Why did they, what's going on with their gym? Why mm-hmm. they're coming here? I want to make sure they didn't like, you know, kill someone. <laughs> <laughs> Just never know. Um, but I, I want to see what's going on. But once we talk, okay, and they, they've, they've tried our gym out and they want to join, we mm-hmm. talk about this. This is not accepted. I don't care what your other gym did. Mm-hmm. If they, that was cool, it's not cool here. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I tell them, I'm not telling you because I think you're going to do it. I'm telling you to let you know it's not accepted. You're, accept, so you, you're establishing a standard. Yeah, this is, and that's what we do. And I think that's why we, we don't have clicks. Our 5.30 a.m. and our 5.30 p.m., we, we, enter, we, do, we do a lot of functions, and we, and we interact all the time. Mm-hmm. There, there's no separation of groups. And we tell if you, if you start separating yourself from the majority, start forming a clique, mm-hmm. you'll be talked to, you do it again, you're kicked out. And mm-hmm. I don't care if it's our four-year member or our newest member. It mm-hmm. just it can't happen. And, again, you can't look at this as like, oh, these people are tattling, they're just bitching. No. If you're concerned about your family, your fitness family, you know, I, I would do the same thing for, for my kids. Like, if they were all assigned chores and one of them, you know, started saying something about the other one, now, granted, they've thrown each other under the bus a million times, but, totally you know, different, yeah. it's a little bit different. But yeah. you can't look at it, oh, I don't want to be a narc or I don't want to be a right. snitch, you know. I love the culture that's established at my gym at AKP. I love the culture you have here because I come over here and I feel like I, I don't, they don't treat me any different. Mm-hmm. You know, just like many of the other gyms I've walked in here, you know, I right. love that feeling. But I have walked into gyms and other locations where I walk in there and I'm just looked at like a dollar sign. Yeah. You know. Just another freaking number to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, you've you've hit it really good on, you know, the community part and then tying this into your family because – you know, a true CrossFit community is a family. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, I don't, I don't throw out, um, I don't throw out community and I don't throw out family very lightly. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't just say, oh, we're a community. Oh, we're such a big family. Mm-hmm. No, that's exactly what we are. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is why we are. And I'd argue that most CrossFit gyms are a community and a family. Yeah. Because I, I, I will challenge you to find a work center that you're in in any profession that is going to throw a fundraiser because someone in, uh, within your CrossFit community, their house got burnt down. Mm-hmm. Or I remember seeing one when I first started in, in the CrossFit that really touched me is like, I don't remember where the gym was, but the girl had her car broken into and everybody just chucked in money. They stole she, her, they stole her, uh, they stole gear. her, li- they stole yeah. her lifters and her jump yeah. rope and all that stuff. And uh, they, they were videotaping and she came in and they were like, Hey, you left this here. And she's like, that's not mine. Like, yeah, it's yours. Open it up. That's so awesome. She had yeah. lifters, she had rope, she had knee sleeves. And she started crying. Yeah. You know, because, you know, did they care about that at her job? She probably didn't tell anybody at her job. No. You know? But, you know, she told her family. She told her family, yep. At the gym. And that's kind of what this can circle back to. Do you want to protect everything that's in these walls or not? Okay? And the owners who kind of bring this to light, do you 
do you really want to let this person who you deem that is not affecting anybody but themselves, if you want to believe that bullshit, <laughs> go ahead. But you're, you're, it's, it's bullshit. And yeah. it, it, it's just the reality of it. Because like Mo said, if you know that it's going on, you're now a facilitator of that problem. If you're not doing anything about it. If you're not doing it. anything about it. It's, yep. don't, don't tell me it's not a big deal because if you took a poll – Anonymous poll. Anonymous poll, yep. yeah. You're going to get a lot of... You, you don't want to open You're going to get a lot you're of gonna, honest you're feedback. You're going to open five. Five of those mail, and you're done opening them. That's it, because you, you can't take it. You're not going to open up the other nope. 27. No, nope. you're not going to open them, because you know the first five, you're like, oh, shit, that's five in a row. Yeah. I'm not great at math, but my odds... <laughs> Are bad that the rest are not going to be very be, good. That the rest right? are going to be positive. Or yeah. you could be an optimist and be like, ah, oh, it's only going to be five. And then guess what? You're eating that shit sandwich because <laughs> the other 27 are bad too. So, yeah, you, you got to do something about it. And if you choose not to, then you're going to run the risk of losing someone, uh, key people mm-hmm. down the road. Because we've talked in previous episodes, CrossFit is now not just here and there. It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of gyms that have, like you said, great atmospheres, mm-hmm. great community, great everything, but they don't have 300 members, mm-hmm. right? And that's how people kind of, oh, that gym doesn't have all the newest equipment. Oh, that gym only has 100 members. Oh, I bet you they're, it's all bullshit. <laughs> like, what do you want from a gym? Do you yeah. care about 300 members? Do you care about walking into an establishment like you talked about mm-hmm. and being greeted by 15 people you've never met before? Mm-hmm. And it's genuine, yeah, right? Absolutely. And we have a guy, uh, Brian, you know, one of our top male athletes and his uh, wife got a job as a traveling nurse. Yeah. And his search. It, to find the gym. To find a gym that yeah. offered that. You wouldn't believe it. He, he, was, he was frustrated and he was about to settle for something that wasn't. Um, it didn't meet all his it, needs. Yeah, we right. talked about that yeah, too. We, yeah, yeah, it didn't meet his needs of. And his needs aren't. He doesn't need. He's yeah. a great. He's Brian's a, not a prima yeah. donna by any no, stretch of the imagination. Great, he's a great yeah. athlete, and he doesn't need the the newest barbells, the newest whatever, the newest that. Um, he was really searching for that community, someone to actually come up and talk to him. Yeah, he went to this big one of the bigger gyms there, and you know, three hundred plus had a two or three times games athlete. Mm-hmm. And guess how many people talked to him? He walked in. Guess how many? He's probably just the coach to ask him if he warmed up. Zero. <laughs> None of the members came up to him. Members, yeah. right? Yeah. The 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 owner uh, talked to him in passing. Yeah. Okay, and that was about it. Yeah. They hung out afterwards to talk about like joining and like the process of that. Uh-huh. Um, even though they didn't have the greatest initial meet, mm-hmm. and the coach was trying to rush over to the competitor side to see how good they were doing, and it was more interested interested in that. Mm-hmm. He said it got slightly better. But I told him, I look, man, I know it's a process, but keep looking. So I started, I got on, started getting me some gems that I thought, just going off their website and going off social media, mm-hmm. whatever, just gave him some gems. He went and checked one out and he's still there to this day. Good. Um, and yeah. that was, but he went through two or three gems just to find some people that would talk to him. How, <laughs> how crazy is that? Right? It's, it sounds so simple to you and I, but yeah, I guess we've been fortunate, you know, in our searches and on our travels, like vacation or work related that yeah. we've just found some good gyms, but I've also found some bad ones. Yeah. I mean, know, ones that I'll never go back to or recommend. So yeah, shit, man, we had members that go and there's a huge destination for, um, obviously travelers. This, per- this person, this, I'm going to quote, quote, or quote, facilitator. He's a coach <laughs> or she was a coach in quotations, yeah. barely loosely mm-hmm. comes out warm ups on the board. Okay. Yeah. There's their warm up disappears. War- Comes back out, warm ups over. Here's your workout. Disappears. Yeah. 
Did you say the person was like in jeans and? No, no, this is totally this is a different one. But yeah, in jeans. But no, this is a different one. They're sitting in their office on their phone, looking through a uh, a glass wall mirror, or not a mirror, um, a window, a a window. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah, you know those things they put in buildings. (laughs) I have in my house. You could wait. You could see through them, and people can see you through them. Those things. What are those called? I believe they're called windows. Windows, yes. Okay, so there was this window that they were looking through, right? <laughs> wow. So they were looking through this window the whole time. That's how they trained class. Mm-hmm. Come out. Here's your warm-up. It was written up. Disappear. Yeah. Watch them through there. <laughs> disappear. And it's funny because I had a similar discussion with someone else, and they talked about you know CrossFit gyms and these high-traveled vacation spots, and they it, they described a very similar experience. Ridiculous. Yeah. But whatever. I mean, that's... Well, like I said, man, you can pay your three thousand dollars. You can do whatever you want. Pretty I mean, much, yeah. That I'm, that's a good thing and a bad thing. So, bringing this episode to a close, uh, it's you know about protecting your family, your community. Yeah. You know, it, you know, are you going to be a part of the problem or the part of the solution? You know, you're not being a narc. You're just protecting what it is that you value. And, and we've we've seen it. Your yeah. members truly value this place because, like we've talked about in the um, getting burnout episode. Sometimes you only have a certain amount of yep. time to yourself, and you need that time because um, you need to decompress. You need a place that workplaces can be drama, yeah. right? Um, home can have drama. Mm-hmm. Your friendships can have drama, and you got to hear their stuff. You need that third place. You have home, you have work, and you need that other place where you, you can sanctuary. just wind down. Yeah, yep, that sanctuary. So that, that's kind of what goes into you. Are you going to protect that, like you said? Mm-hmm. Most CrossFitters, they spend all their time at home or all the time at the gym, mm-hmm. right? The work is just a transition. <laughs> <laughs> they're not even there. You know what I mean? They're there, but they're not. So they, you know, they go home, they transition to work, <laughs> and then they come to the gym. I mean, that's just the reality of it, that's right? That's funny. So they need that place to kind of escape and, yeah. and, and come here. No drama. Yeah. And that, that leads to, possibly leads to drama. But from my experience on both sides, mm-hmm. it leads to drama. Yeah. So this week's call to action, let's uh, do something a little different. Why don't you go on to our Instagram page and leave us a photo of your favorite cheat meal. What's yours, bro? Is that a, a gallon of ice cream? They asked me this at the L2. Oh, really? Yeah, they asked everybody. And I was like, God, there's so many options. Yeah. But, man, I love ice cream. And, yeah, I know it's a meal. Yeah, I eat enough for a meal and not that halo <laughs> top right the muffin top the muffin no yeah. muffin top for bro uh-uh i mean i don't want a muffin top but yeah. i don't eat muffin top either I, yeah i think for me my go-to cheat meal is going to be anything italian like with lots of cheese and cream sauce on it and stuff i don't yeah. eat my chips <laughs> whatever yeah all right that brings this week's episode to close i'm mo and i'm out peace Later. thank you for listening to the one more rip podcast you can follow us on facebook and instagram at one more rip podcast or on twitter at can i get one more or shoot us an email at can I get one more at gmail.com. So 60 handstand push-ups, 90 wall balls, 120 snatch. We have 18 minutes. How heavy? It's a power uh dumbbell. 50. Oh, 50. Yeah. Double. I want I want to bust out the 70. Double. Today. Yeah, double, double dumbbell dumb. snatch. Yep. Into an overhead squat with a pistol. Then you must handstand walk on top of the dumbbell heads across the floor, go into inverted handstand push-up on the dumbbells. Do you see the dude uh, 
think he's from Spain or something. He was doing a handstand hold while the dumbbell was or barbell was rolling across the floor. Yep. I sent that to Pat. I said, hey, Pat, <laughs> I need you to try something. I said, your handstand walks are weak. Hey, Jenna, that'd be the only time you can do a handstand walk is if you oh. – I forgot you can hear me. All this shit I talk, you can't hear. <laughs> 